Welcome to the Be Free Show, where you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Hi, I'm Loretta Roshka, your host, and I've got Don Kennedy in the room with me today. And we are going to be talking about the cup. The cup. The cup. We started last week and we went in breakneck speed, Dawn. We got three <laughs> verses done. The <laughs> word is alive and it comes alive when we're talking I about know, it. I know. It's so awesome. The word of God is just mm-mm, good. It is so good. Taste and see that the Lord is good. The word is actually Jesus. Jesus is the word made flesh. And so we just love talking about the word and how it applies to us today and and so we've been uh, ministering out of and talking, discussing Matthew 26, 26. And so I hope you've got your Bible. Don't you love to see, especially as women, we love to see those beautiful ornate teacups and uh, just so delicate, all the, the china, the, the beautiful uh, work, artwork on it, the artistry, and it just awesome and so elegant. And uh, we love all that. And, but I don't know about you. I'm kind of uncomfortable drinking out of that. I'm so afraid I'm going to drop it, bust it. <laughs> um, Grace is not my middle name for a reason. And, uh, but I'm kind of nervous, even though it's so pretty and you want to drink out of it. But most of us <laughs> don't want to drink out of an old wooden cup. Mm-mm. That doesn't Mm-mm. sound very appealing. No. Um, but you know what's really important, Dawn? It's what's in the cup. Yes. It's what is in the cup. You know, I think about in uh, Matthew 23, Jesus talks to the Pharisees and he's telling them, uh, you know, they wash the outside of the cup, but the inside is full of dregs and, you know, it's na- yuck, nasty. And the, the lesson was what's important is clean on the inside as well as the outside. Don't just clean the outside of the cup. And so... Uh, we're, we've been talking about the Lord's Cup. We've been talking about communion and what that means, uh, it, how it applies to us today. Did you know when I was studying all this, there's lots of different cups in the Bible. There is a cup of salvation in Psalms 116, uh, 13. There's a cup of wrath. Hey, I don't, I don't want to drink anything out any of wrath, that no. one. <laughs> Jeremiah 25, please, Lord, no cup of wrath. Uh, there's a cup of Jerusalem in Zechariah 12. A cup of his blood or his communion, Matthew 26, which is what we've been talking about. And there were several others. A cup of intoxication, uh-oh, Proverbs 23. I don't want um, that one either. Don't want that one. There's a cup of blessing, First uh, Corinthians 10, 12. And there, um, there was, that's just the ones I wrote down. But I didn't know there were so many cups mentioned in the Bible. It's kind of a cool little study. Uh, but the most important cup, the communion cup. Mm-hmm. And let's just do just a, a quick little recap of Matthew 26 starting with verse 26 Uh, and as they were eating Jesus took bread blessed and broke it and gave it to the disciples and said take eat this is my body then he took the cup and gave thanks and gave it to them saying drink from it all of you it was for everybody Mm -hmm. for this is my blood of the new covenant, a new, uh, the new covenant, which is shed for many for the remission of sins. It was a brand new way of being able to approach God. He was opening up a brand new relationship and intimacy. We didn't have to go through the blood of bulls and calves and doves. And uh, we didn't have to have the high priest come and slay the animal. He was a sinner himself. Uh, he, had to, he had to slay the animal for his own sins as well as that of the nation. 
it and that was the way in the old testament that god god was in a box he was in an ark and and god wanted to be able to be with his people but we had sinned you know Mm -hmm. and we had fallen short but jesus said i'll go father i'll go i'll go get the kids i'll bring them back to you I'll make us a family. I'll show them the way. And show them the way. Open it up. He opened it up, Dawn. Think about Think that. He thought out of the box. Huh? He thought out of the box, <laughs> got out of the box, and thought out of the box. But Jesus had to pay a terrible price for that so that we could have a new and living, um, in, my, in the notes in my Bible, it says, a new and living way into the presence and provision of God was being prepared through Christ. The Lamb of God, a new and eternal bond was being established by the blood of Jesus Christ. God was sovereignly inaugurating the new and ultimate covenant. And so he's saying to his disciples, take, eat this. This is my body. He took it and he blessed it. Jesus was blessed. This is all symbolic of him and what he was going to do on the cross, what was about to happen. He said, take, eat, this is my body. This is my cup. He broke it. Jesus was broken for us. He was broken for our brokenness. He was poured out so that we could be poured into. Uh, He became our meat and drink. He was the bread of heaven so that we could be fed and we could be nourished. Isn't that awesome? Isn't this powerful? Mm -hmm. So he said, drink from it. Drink from this cup, a cup of communion. Take everything you need from me. Take, yeah. Yeah. He didn't leave anything. That just makes me want to cry. Mm -hmm. He didn't leave anything undone. He knew what I was going to need before I was even born. He knew my weaknesses. He he knew my tendencies. He he knew my um, the way I was bent. You know, the Bible talks about you know training up a child in the way they should go when they're old. They will not depart from it. And train you're supposed to train them in their bent or in their their personality. Train them up. in the ways of God, but God knows the way that we are bent are, are those things that pass down to us, those sins and, and those things that so easily beset mm-hmm. us. The sin that may easily beset me may not even be a temptation. I mean, if someone came and tempted me with drugs, there, I mean, it'd be no temptation. The enemy said, oh, I'm going to trap Lueda today. I'm going to offer her drugs. Well, for me, it's not that I'm so above anybody else. But it's not a temptation to me. Other things are. But Jesus Christ knew all of those weaknesses and all those places that we might become trapped. And he made a way of escape because he was the escape. And he didn't make a promise and say, well, I'm going to save you, but you figure out the rest on your own. He, He provided for it all. Yeah. He said, if you get sick, I'm your healer. If you need comfort i'm your comforter if you need peace i'm your pe- i'm your peace i'm everything you need he didn't leave one thing Nothing. open i mean the world does that to us all the time they'll promise us one thing and then just leave us mm-hmm. or disappoint us it mm-hmm. happens all the time mm-hmm. but not god he's yeah. faithful yeah and 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 we often judge his faithfulness based on the people around us and yeah. the things that we've experienced but god is faithful through it all and he provided everything He provided everything, not just one thing. Yeah. Praise God. Praise God. Thank (laughs) you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And and so that he said, drink from it. Drink from me. He is he is our meat. He is our drink. Um, He is the living water. And he said, drink from it. All of you take your fill is what he's saying. Anything you have need of, it's in me. He said, this is my blood of the new covenant. 
that was shed for the remission, for the cancellation, for the doing away with, not just the covering. Um, it, it wasn't just a, a method to try to help you get out of the sin. No, it eradicates your sin. It, it blasts that sin. It, it totally removes the sin principle from you and its power and authority over you. The Bible says, sin so no, shall no longer exert dominion over you. This is my body. It's blessed. It's broken. He, his body was blessed. It was broken for us. And then he gave it. He gave it. What an example. But I think there's something that maybe we kind of, because I don't know, I've, I, I've normally had this mindset about communion. Number one, my mindset for many years was it had to be done at church. <laughs> and it had to be uh, given to you and performed the ceremony, the communion elements. Um, he had to be the one that was in charge of that, the pastor did. And that it was all about uh, just the fact that it, it represented forgiveness of my sins and my healing for my body and uh, salvation. But there's so much more. It is called a cup of communion for a reason. Communion is fellowship. Yeah. And remembering, it, and, what memory, he, and remembering, and remembering, remembering of what, what he did. Right. Yeah. That we need him for everything. Yeah. <laughs> to don't for, don't forget. Don't forget. Don't forget when you're being tempted. Don't forget blood, what don't I did. Don't forget what my body and blood did for you. Yeah. Don't forget whenever you're you're suffering with sickness. Don't forget I paid the price for that. Uh, don't forget when you feel like giving up that I didn't give up. You know, G, you know what Jesus in His flesh, He was all God and all man, but in the the man portion in the flesh, see, He didn't want to drink that cup because that drinking that cup symbolized going to the cross it meant denying himself what does the word says if anyone wants to follow me let him deny himself what does that mean deny your own desires and what you want to do in your flesh let him deny himself take up his cross and follow me there's a cross in life you know i i I wish I could say that that wasn't true, but it, it is true. There's a, we all have a cross to carry. Mm -hmm. there, there are things we need to deny ourselves. Well, I think that also shows that, I mean, he, he was nailed to the cross for us mm -hmm. instead of us. Mm, right. So if we take up that cross daily, we're remembering mm -hmm. that we were set free on that cross. Yeah. It's actually a cross of freedom, not a cross of, I mean... Yes, we have things we have to do, but mm -hmm. it's not a burden mm -hmm. like it was for Jesus. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a cross of freedom yeah. to bring us to a higher place, a better place in our mm -hmm. life. And the scripture comes to mind that, and I, uh, it may be First Peter four two, but it may not be. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sometimes I get my addresses mixed up, uh, but it says all things are lawful for me or allowed. All things are lawful, but not all things are expensive or the best thing mm -hmm. for me. And the more that I serve Christ, the more I love him, and the more I press into him, the more that I read this word, which is reading Jesus. It's when you partake of the word, you're partaking of Jesus. Jesus is the word made flesh. The more I get to know about his ways, it pulls me up higher. And it gives me the power to say no to things that want to keep me just in this earthly way of doing things. 
you know, I've heard it said we shouldn't be so so earthly minded. We're no 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 so heavenly minded. We're of no earthly good. Well, don't be so earthly minded that you're you know, I mean, you know that you're no heavenly good. Right. You know what I mean? There's a pulling up. There's a there's an ability and a grace to deny yourself the things. You know, think about fasting. Oh, that word. I had to bring up that word, fasting. You know, but sometimes God calls us into a fast, and we have to deny our flesh, and then we eat of Him, we drink of Him, we 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 commune with Him, and He fills us up. But it's a denying of the flesh. No, I'm not going to eat that, or you know, I'm not going to watch that. And it's not to deny us fun. It's to bring us into a higher place. Mm-hmm. And so I think about a Jesus, heavenly perspective. A heavenly perspective. I think about Jesus. He paid the ultimate price. You're talking about denying himself and taking up his cross and doing something that he did not want to do. His flesh did not want to do. He but for this reason, yes, he sweat great drops of blood in the gar- garden of Gethsemane. <clears throat> and as we read on, we're going to find out what he said, you know. Uh, but he is our example. And maybe today, maybe. The Holy Spirit is highlighting something in your life. You know, our lives are containers. Our lives are like a cup. You know, we started talking about the cup. Um, Our lives are like a cup. It matters what you put in it. It matters Mm -hmm. who is pouring into Mm -hmm. your cup. It matters what you are partaking of and drinking of and indulging in. Watching and reading and listening to. (laughs) Because we, we are a container. And we... Maybe the Holy Spirit today, not in a condemnation, you rotten sinner, you type of way, but maybe the Holy Spirit is very gently convicting you and say, uh, with that love, the love that only God can show, the God kind of love that says, let's get that out of the cup. Right. Let's, let's pour that out. Let's pour that cup out as a drink offering. Let's, mm-hmm. let's, let's say, that you're going to deny yourself. You're going to take up your cross and follow me, and I am going to show you my glory. I'm going to pour yeah, back. He gives into you something you. better. I'm going to pour he back. He doesn't just take you. it away. He gives you something better. Right. He says, "I'm going to pour back into you, me. I'm going to pour myself into you. I'm going to pour my glory into you. I'm going to be your satisfaction. Where alcohol cannot satisfy you, drugs, food, sex." Uh, TV, uh, pleasure, things of this world cannot truly satisfy you. And at its best, it's only temporary, but it has a cost to it that you don't want to have to pay. But he says, let's, let's, let's dump that cup out. Let's, let's pour that out because uh, it's not expedient. All things are off, but, but all, not all things are expedient. And help me, I will help you. I will help you to say no to that cup and i'm going to give you a fresh new living water see he that's what he paid the price for that's reason he poured out his blood he said this do in remembrance of me take eat of my body drink drink of my blood this do you remembrance of me and this is the cup of communion and maybe today you know there's a certain thing in your life that keeps being a stumbling block and we talked about that last week uh I'm just going to skip over to verse 31 uh, in Matthew 26 because we're going to talk about that. Jesus said to them, All of you will be made to stumble because of me this night, for it is written, I will strike the shepherd and the sheep of the flock will be scattered. 
But after I've been raised, I will go before you to Galilee. But Peter answered and said to him, Even if all are made to stumble, because of you, I will never be made to stumble. Stumble means offense. It is a Greek word, scandalizo. It means to be offended. It's originally to put a snare or a stumbling block in the way. It was actually the word for a trap, the bait stick of a trap, which you trap small animals. Isn't that what we're seeing in our nation right now? Everybody's offended by Mm -hmm. everything. Yeah. Like stumbling blocks. Stumbling blocks. (laughs) Coming out everywhere. Everywhere. And, and, but we can stumble over Christ. Mm -hmm. He said, they're going to be made to stumble over me. Why? Maybe. So think about it. If here's a way you could, that the enemy try to make you stumble. If the Holy Spirit saying, that's not the best thing for you. Or if he said, that's sin, come out from among them and be you separate. And it's, it's not a condemnation to you. It is, a, it's, it is meant to set you free, to deliver you, to purify you, to bring you true satisfaction. So if he's saying to you, that drug is a trap. That drug, you that don't habit. need to be putting that in your body. Mm-hmm. That habit, that addiction, that watching those programs, watching that pornography. Let's pour that cup out. Let's remove that out of your cup. But you can stumble, just like Peter said, oh, I'm not going to stumble. And deny Christ by denying what his Holy Spirit and his word is saying to you. I'm hoping this makes sense. You can deny him. There's more ways to deny Christ, like I talked about last week, than to just... See, the, the disciples didn't go and say, he's not the Christ. But they denied his, their relationship. They, they denied knowing him at that point uh, when he was being crucified out of fear. They were being tempted and tried, and they stumbled. It was a stumbling block. It was a baited trap of the enemy. Uh, there's more ways to deny Christ than to just say he's not the Christ or he's not God. You can deny him by denying his word or what his Holy Spirit is saying. But praise God when we do, when we do say, okay, Lord, I don't want that in my life. You've laid your finger on that. I repent of that. I give it to you. I pour that cup out. I pour that cup out out before you and I choose to say no to that drug to the drugs and the alcohol or the pornography or the gossip (laughs) whatever it may be I choose to say no I'm going to deny my flesh and I'm not going to let that be a stumbling block or a baited trap Mm. I'm not going to be offended by your Holy Spirit saying that's not the best for you I'm not going to be offended and say well gosh you don't want me to do those drugs and then walk away from him no, you're going to say, Jesus, I reach out. I receive. I receive what you did by your shed blood and by your broken body, by your death, burial, and resurrection. I'm going to receive that. And in the name of Jesus, I say no, and I pour out that. Mm-hmm. Or I throw away. I get rid of those drugs. What about people that have been offended in church? Mm-hmm. I right. see that a lot. Oh, I'm not going to church because somebody, there's nothing but hypocrites in there. There's nothing that, but people, well, we're all flesh. We're all human. We're all walking out our salvation. We all have our issues. And you can't pretend you've never offended anyone. Right. So don't stumble over that and keep yourself from the fellowship of God that way either. Right. Exactly. Because it's all a stumbling block. It's all a stumbling I mean, whatever it is to keep you away from the presence of God, mm-hmm. no matter what it is. Right. And the, the, Let's face it, Satan's mission statement 
is to steal, kill, and destroy. Mm-hmm. Period. Period. And he doesn't have any boundaries. Right. Doesn't care how he does it. <laughs> and But Jesus came to give us life and life more abundantly. He came to seek and to save that which was lost. And so today... There may be something lost in your life that Jesus is coming to seek and to save and to, to add back to you. There may be brokenness in your life. You know, he, he took the bread. It was broken. It was given out. There may be a brokenness in your area. And God's saying, let's remove the root of it and let me heal you. Take full advantage of my death, burial, and resurrection. Take full advantage of the, the shed blood and the broken body. Take full advantage. And another thing... it. It's communion. I was talking about earlier that I had this mindset that communion was uh, that taking communion was only about remembering what He did on the cross, and that it was for my healing and for my my forgiveness of my sin. Which, yeah, awesome, yes, but it is about communion. It's about fellowship. He He's saying, remember, you can have fellowship and intimacy with me mm-hmm. I've, I've provided a new and living way God is not in a box he's not in an ark you don't have to go through the high priest you don't have to go shed blood you don't have to be afraid not to touch him right not to touch it and die <laughs> right you, you can come come close that's what I hear the Holy Spirit saying to me come close mm-hmm. come close get closer come up higher go deeper go deeper mm-hmm. go deeper press in there's must, so much more Mm-hmm. to God than any of us have ever experienced. Mm-hmm. There's so much more. That's what I told the Lord this morning. I said, Lord, my body didn't want to get up today. My body didn't want to function today, whatever. But I went in my prayer room and I said, Lord, I'm coming right to your throne room, mm-hmm. no matter what my body feels like right now, whether mm-hmm. I feel it all or not. I'm coming right into your throne room. I'm sitting at your feet, Father. And whether my body wants to participate or not, I choose to worship you. Mm-hmm. And I choose to ask you to be a part of my day. Yeah. It's, it's that easy. Yeah. Right. It's that easy. And it's, it's a closeness it's a clo- uh, that you can have all day long. Right. You know, I'm not all day long going around praying. Right. <laughs> but my heart is, is towards yes. him. Yes. And my thoughts go towards him. It's just that. It's that walking, you know, praying without ceasing. It's that fellowship. It's that communion. And, and do I pray during and the day? And knowing yeah. that he's close and that right. you can talk to him yeah. and you can pray or you can just keep going about the business that he's got you on or whatever. You're, right. par- you're part of what he's doing. I think that I, I believe that the Holy Spirit is is endeavoring to give us a greater understanding and revelation of the cup of of the communion mm-hmm. uh helping us to see like you know like i said last week you know there are times i take communion by myself at home mm-hmm. i pray and and i just get you know i've got a little communion cup and and i do it by myself and i just say you know lord i just come to you i thank you thank you jesus for dying on the cross for me thank you for shedding your blood thank you my sins are cleansed and washed and i'm purified i'm a new creation thank you for your body that was beaten and bruised for me so that i could be healed so i could have peace of mind thank you lord i can have fellowship with you and walk with you thank you god i didn't have to earn it thank you jesus i I could never there's nothing i could do to earn it nothing and but Jesus did it. And that I feel like the Holy Spirit wants us to, to, to not only get that portion of it, that it was what he did for us for salvation and for healing, but for fellowship. 
He opened up a new way for you and I to communicate. Jesus, I mean, he came and he just, I mean, he just broke it wide open. The veil of the temple was torn from top to bottom, and that was one thick curtain. And they, it was the, it was opened up to the holy of holies, where you and I can go in because of the blood. Not because of our works, but because of our blood. And that blood changes our works to get in line. Mm. We begin to walk in a holiness and a sanctification that we haven't before because of who we're in fellowship and communion with. It's just so cool. It's so cool. And then when you do miss it, yeah, oh, good, my God. Father, the good news me. is you just say, forgive yeah. me, Father, and you try to do it better. Right. Again. Grace. <laughs> grace. There's grace to change. There's not only grace to forgive your sins, but that grace, you need to press in and allow that grace and have this revelation. The grace is to forgive you a sin and and and, and to restore you and, I mean, be in right fellowship with Christ. But it's a grace to separate you from that sin and the power it had over you. Your your grace should lead you to holiness. Mm-hmm. Your grace, it's not a sloppy grace. It's not, you, know, you can get away with anything, do anything grace. That grace and holiness go together. Oh my goodness, the, we're the top of our hour is almost gone, Don. Mm-hmm. But it's a grace and a holiness. Think about that as we end the first half of this program. That grace leads you into a a um, setting free from that habit, from the sin principle, from the power that sin has over you. Hallelujah. Praise God. Well, well, listen, if you've never accepted the Lord Jesus as your Savior, this is your day to do that. Just say, Lord Jesus, come into my life. I ask you to forgive me of my sins. Wash me in the blood. Change me. Purify me. I confess my sins. And I ask you to take over my life. I give you all of my past. I give you today right where I am today. And I give you my future. I trust you. You are my Savior. And I just receive it in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, if you prayed that prayer for the first time, or if you've rededicated or recommitted yourself to the Lord, or if you need prayer about anything else, call our toll-free prayer line. We have anointed, trained prayer ministers that know the Word and know how to pray and they will pray with you and plus we'll send you out free of charge some scriptures that are in alignment with and agreement with what you needed prayer for, okay? And so call our prayer line 866-241-0579 Go to our website luada.org, L-O-U-A-D-A dot org We have all kinds of free resources on our website uh, podcast of the previous radio uh, programs We also have a lot of YouTube videos of our actual TV program that airs on uh, Impact Christian Network that you can watch. But but we have a store also on there that it's a blessing to us when you order from it and it's a blessing to you because of the word that's being preached. And we have uh, on there uh, 2018 God's Open Door for you that I would highly recommend and face the, fur- the whirlwind. Oh my goodness, I... I <laughs> If you feel like you're in a whirlwind right now, go and order that. So we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere.